Okay. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can't hear shit. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Welcome to Anchor. Jude, you want to start us off? Welcome to Tooltip Time, the podcast that will help you find the right tools 10 times faster. Uh, I'm Jude Brewer. And I'm Yijun Zulu. Oh man, Anchor was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Anchor was a headache. Oh it, my god. Yeah, from top to bottom. I would say that as soon as we started trying to do the recording process, it took like a half hour. <laughs> Absolutely miserable. This is why we're recording currently through Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, there are all these fancy tools for creating podcasts out there. And this is definitely supposedly one of them. Um, Anchor's premise is that you can create, distribute, monetize your podcast all for free. And built into it, are you can upload sound, you can record with friends. There are editing tools that can help you easily edit and publish a podcast, even if you're an amateur. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would definitely recommend this even to a beginner just based on the experience that we had i most definitely wouldn't ex wouldn't recommend this program to anyone who is more familiar with podcasting who's been doing it for a while yeah like if you're a professional podcast producer this is not the place for you but you'll see as we get into it if you want to use anchor to distribute your podcast and maybe make some money and kind of like have one space to get subscriptions and a sort of patreon setup it might be cool um, so, you know, this is definitely for your indie first time podcaster who doesn't really know what they're doing and just needs, you know, a way to get in. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just dive into it. So let's talk about signing up. Yeah. What was signing up like for you, Mijon? So signing up for Anchor is super easy. You just enter your email, you verify your email, and then you're taken straight into um, basically the screen where you create your first podcast. So there aren't a lot of steps that you need to go through before you can actually make your first podcast. So I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to make it so that when users come in, they're already going to make their first episode. Yeah, you see that button at the top right where it just says new episode. And then when you do it, you have the option to create an episode. We either upload or you either just start recording right away. Yeah, and, um, and creating episodes is actually quite easy. Um, Anchor will use whatever microphone is connected to the device that you're using. You can do it on your cell phone, iPad, computer, and you can add sounds, interludes, and sections. The only thing that's confusing is that when I sign up for like a podcasting tool, I may not be ready to like make my first podcast. So that was a little confusing for me. Like sometimes you want to sign up and then walk away and come back once you have some ideas. Yeah, it's there weren't there are not any planning tools incorporated in this for helping you plan out your podcast. And as far as the transition sounds go, it's funny you mentioned that I counted there's only there's about 66 different sounds. You know, you mentioned that it might be better just to find your own unique sounds if you're really trying to build your own show versus just using these pre-made ones. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about their tools in just a second. But <clears throat> one of the things that we should talk about is what happened when we contacted support. Yeah, so you contacted support and you said you had quite an interesting time with them. Well, so the nice thing about Anchor is that they do have a chat feature and then also um, uh, customer support available from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, so what's really cool is that, you know, they're, they're pretty responsive. I mean, I, they, 
I kind of got them at a really busy time. So my question was, you know, is there a way to adjust noise levels and add crossfades? Because that's typically what I will do as a podcast producer. You know, I want to intersplice audio and, you know, be able to make sure that if one guest is screaming, I can adjust the sound level. So it took them one day and 26 minutes to respond. Um, in, in which case I got an email from an anchor support team leader um, who said, I am so sorry that you've been waiting for a response. Um, don't It's been really crazy, um, but we will get back to you as soon as we can. And then um, hmm. about, well, I, I didn't calculate it, but the, the second response I got was one day, two hours and 12 minutes after my original email. And um, basically they said, no, we can't do that. <laughs> okay. So you waited about 26 hours to then get a no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it was very polite. And for um, sure. they said, we will collect this feedback for our team and review it and as we develop new features. So, you know, they were like, thanks for your opinion and we'll see what we can do. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because they say they want to, they'll, they'll look into implementing those features or possibly developing that down the road. And I am interested to see if they do, because as far as what Anchor FM has right now, you know, you have those five options. You can record, you can upload from your library. You know, you have the the music option, listener voice messages, and then transitions. But each one of those features doesn't feel totally fleshed out to me. Yeah, I think I think they're still figuring out what they want to do because, you know, even even as I was like just playing around with Anchor, like what was kind of weird is that, you know, you have the transition sounds, then you have sound that you can put underneath your podcast and then you have also interlude sounds but like the transition sounds and the interlude sounds are kind of technically the same thing like when you're doing sound design as a podcaster you know like all sounds can be put anywhere mm-hmm. so i don't i don't understand what the difference is between an interlude and a transition you know what i mean like yeah and it didn't seem all that intuitive i mean there is a when when you when it does play between the segments there's that quick little kind of lowers the volume a little bit but it there's just not a whole lot of freedom. But again, maybe that's not, they're, they're not imagining their audience is supposed to have a whole lot of creative freedom with this. This is going to be just your first time using this or do your first time doing a podcast. Yeah. I kind of think that they have this weird way where they're trying to like really push Anchor as like the best podcasting platform. Like Ashley Graham apparently puts her podcast on Anchor. But mm. the thing that most people don't consider is that when you're actually making like a good quality sound design shaped planned podcast, you wouldn't actually use these tools. What you would do is you would hire a producer, they would record the podcast, and then you would just upload it to Anchor, which you can also do. Like you don't have to use any of these tools that we've been complaining about. You can just upload your podcast to Anchor and then distribute it, you know? Right. Yeah, and you know, this is a free service. Keep that in mind. You don't pay anything to start up. You don't have to enter a credit card or anything. And there is that option to get your subscribers. One thing that I didn't explore too much, but you looked up a little bit more on, What's the story with the legality for you, including Spotify songs? So basically, uh, there was a lot of confusion when Anchor first came out about like who owns what and like, you know, what the what the rules are. Um, and so basically, um, Anchor allows you to use Spotify songs on your podcast. And what happens is if the person listens to your podcast on a and they're like a paying Spotify user, um, they can listen to the whole song. For the for like a, what they call a music and talk podcast, basically it's you can have your own radio show, but if they don't pay, they get thirty seconds. Okay, I mean that's great. I mean as far as 
not having to worry about those. And if you, you know, you have like your Spotify playlist and that's where you listen to all your music, I can see that being a very specific use for a specific kind of show. Yeah. I mean, the music and talk is mainly for like, if your podcast is on Spotify and the way that it works is that obviously every time a song is played, the artist gets paid. Um, but you're not paying the artist. So spot it. It's just a way to like circulate music basically. And like, you can pretend to be a, a DJ. I think that's a pretty noble effort on their part. I do like that feature of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not tested it, so I don't know necessarily. Uh, we didn't we didn't get a chance to test it because even when we were trying to record, <laughs> we were having the issues that we were. <laughs> well, also, like, I don't I don't really want to. Like, um, we'd have to publish our podcast onto Spotify and then, you know, maybe someone would listen to it. <laughs> the, the purpose of the podcast is what we're talking about now, not to like, you know, play a song from like, you know, Britney Spears, you know, free Britney though. And she's free now. So it's good. Um, yeah, great news. <laughs> yeah. Some of the other features that they do have is that listeners can send you voicemails. And this is actually really cool. Cause one of my favorite podcasts is who weekly and who weekly always has a voicemails episode, but they're just listening to voicemails and, you know, like Dan Savage did it on love on Savage Lovecast. So like voicemails are a huge part of podcasting. The only problem is you have to be an anchor user in order to leave a voicemail. So again, we were testing this feature and we couldn't actually send the voicemail without creating a new anchor account. And it was such a headache. Can you imagine you're releasing your podcast onto Stitcher, like Apple, you know, all these places. And you're like, Hey, here, just use this link to leave me a voicemail. And then they have to make an anchor account. So I think there's like a barrier to entry in order to use these tools because it's like this psycho conspiracy where they just want everyone's emails for anchor. (laughs) It's definitely a, a, I I would say a few barriers, a few hurdles to jump through, you know, when I tried doing it, I did my test audio and it came out very scratchy and distorted, kind of garbled. So I was going to re-record it, but first I thought I would try and send it. I got the message, unable to send message. We're sorry, but we had trouble uploading your recording. Please check your internet connection, et cetera, et cetera. So I just tried a new recording. That one did sound normal, but then when I had to send it, of course, I had to create an Anchor account. Um, <laughs> I was kind of frustrated with Anchor at this point. <laughs> we're very frustrated with Anchor. now. Um, we're gonna do. We're gonna give you a little sample of what it actually sounds like to record on Anchor. If you had a podcast guest and you wanted to use their feature, record with friends. Keep in mind, this took us probably the better part of half an hour, if not more than, to even get it to work. <laughs> um, so, bear with us. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> Myself. Oh my God, we're finally in. Yay, we did it. Wow. Oh my God. So so I'm going to mute Zoom. Yeah. Boom. Wow. Okay, so if you're listening to our podcast right now, this probably took us like about half an hour to try and and make it work. And and your microphone sounds so different than it did on Zoom. I can hear, I feel like I can hear everything and all this background noise. I know, right? It's like you can hear all the air, right? Yeah. So how do you have it connected up right now? Um, so I'm, so normally um, when I have a guest, I always have them use um, earphones so that we don't hear, there's no like noise cancellation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can switch to my microphone and it, it might sound better or worse. So yeah. give me one second. Okay. I can't hear you. Yeah. I can't even hear anything. It's just silent. Yep. Nothing. 
I'm currently looking uh, at me, John, on Zoom, um, and it's just silent. I can't hear him. I'm in a void of silence. Nothing. <laughs> I can't hear a thing. <laughs> me, John, if you're talking, I'm sorry. I just, it's, we're separated by an invisible wall for some reason. Okay. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can't hear shit. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. <laughs> So Mijan, what was mixing and editing like using Anchor FM? And did you figure anything interesting out? So as you can tell, it didn't sound that great. Actually, it was it was it was kind of a mixed bag because you know I'm used to using you know um, Hindenburg, um, GarageBand. Um, I'm not that good at Pro Tools yet, but I will be one day. And so I'm always I'm always like keen to you know, split different parts of a track, piece it back together. And initially I didn't think that this was actually possible in Anchor FM. Now, what you can do is for little bits of audio, you can make, um, you can split it and then rejoin it and then save it as segments. And then by save it as segments, I mean, so let's say you split up one track of audio 15 times, mm -hmm. then you'd have 15 segments or maybe 16, depending on how it's split. And then you can split those up and then reorder them. So let's say if you wanted to record your whole podcast and then the intro, you can actually split that up and then move the intro to the front, which is cool, which means that you, you have a little bit more leeway in how you record your episode. Um, additionally, what you can do is you can split it up to shorten your podcast to take out all the ums and weird sounds, or maybe like if someone dropped, you know, if you had to stop recording, then you came back. Mm -hmm. um, and then what you can do is you can save it all as one segment, which is great. Wow. That's really intuitive. That's nice. Yeah, no, that, that's really simple. What you don't get is the ability to edit out audio when one person is speaking. So if you're speaking over one another, you can't clean that up in the editing process. Yeah, that's unfortunate because pretty much podcasting conversations are all about talking over one another. <laughs> I know. So you, uh, so if you, if you're using like record with friends, you might end up with a slightly sloppier recording for that section than you would if you were just recording only yourself. Um, but what is cool is that once you're done editing and you post your episode, you can still go back and re-edit your episode. Okay. So what do you mean when I can still go back and re-edit the episode? The way the anchor works is that you have segments of audio, and then you can intersplice transitions or like little sounds. And then you put that in whatever the order is, and then you save it as the episode. Does that make sense? So you would put like your intro music at the beginning, your mm -hmm. welcome message, and then the content, right? But then the content can be, let's say you had 15 different segments because you started and stopped and you edited and like blah, blah, blah. Let's say you said something that you didn't really like about someone and you wanted to go back after publishing the episode. You could literally go back in, delete that part, and then save, and that's the episode. Oh, wow. Cool. So uh, luckily, all the terrible things I say are not going to make <laughs> it in the final edit. That's great. Yeah. So in a way, Anchor is both a podcast editing tool and the place where you store your podcast and distribute it. 
Interesting. Okay, yeah, I I still feel like them by offering all that they kind of bit off more than they can chew because again it just feels like each one of these features there's just a lot of kinks to kind of work out. Doesn't mean that it's not a process, not a tool that you can't use, but they definitely just have some kinks to work out. Oh, and trust me, there are kinks. <laughs> the options for sound are different on my iPad than they are on the computer. Wait, how are they different? On my computer, I have the option to record by myself. I have the uh, to I have the option to take sound from my library. I can add music from Spotify. I can use uh, listener voice messages, and then the only sound that I can add to my sound, and then the only way to add like music or sound effects is to use the transitions, which is basically the library of like short little tidbits, like da 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 da, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, on the Anchor app, I have the option to en- to enter sounds not transitions and interludes what's an interlude yeah what's the difference aren't they the same thing (laughs) so one of the features that you have when you record by yourself is you can add ambient music to underneath the conversation Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like if I sense. recorded by myself, I could then have a like nice warm hello, blah, blah, blah. And like strings are playing in the background. Hello, this is me, John, testing my microphone again. Um, the first sound test was a little bit strong, so we're going to try it again. Mm-hmm. That feature is only available when you record by yourself. If you do it with a friend, it's not available. But that's just one of the cool features to make your podcast sound a little bit more expensive. Now, you can add that music as a transition if you're using your iPad, but if you use your computer, you cannot. This is me, John, testing my microphone again. Um, The first sound test was a little bit strong, so we're going to try it again. Okay, I'm totally lost why they would even do that. Why you would drop some features or why some are not accessible when you have other people in. Maybe they felt that it was too confusing or maybe maybe they felt that there was some, I don't know, maybe there was some issue they had when they were trying to play it when you had guests on. I'm not oh, sure. no. oh, and it gets even more complicated. <laughs> if I add the interlude onto my episode on my iPad, mm-hmm. that feature works. But then if I go to my computer and try to edit the episode that I'd edited, it's not there. Okay. (laughs) So Anchor is... It doesn't speak to one another. So it's like basically on the laptop, like that doesn't exist. (laughs) So weird. So weird. It's really, really bizarre. Um, Okay. So yeah, you weren't kidding when you said they definitely have a lot more kinks to work out than we thought. Yeah, this is a kinky situation and not in a good way. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, again, Anchor is kind of tricky. Um, so what you can do is, you if you wanted to, I don't know why you would do this, but you could use Anchor like a Squadcaster or Zencaster and you know, record with your friends and then maybe like take it off and edit it in a better program and then re-upload mm-hmm. it. But what's interesting is that you can download your whole episode mm-hmm. or you can download the segments, mm-hmm. but you cannot download the sound library. Don't again, again. I just have so many questions as to why. Do you you understand like how complicated that is? You could plot out your whole episode with like the segments, Mm -hmm. and then want to like download that to then improve the sound, Mm -hmm. but you can't do that. It's not allowed. Okay, but these are also free sounds. (laughs) 
for sure. And again, though they're free sounds, this is a this is a free tool. I, this is a if anything, this is a good. I don't even. I've never even tried making a podcast. I don't necessarily if I if I want to invest in any software. Let's just see what this thing is like. I would say you would use uh, you would use Anchor FM as this just trial tool, but then you would go use a different tool, most likely. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's almost like you need to walk before you run, and this is a walking tool. Definitely a walking tool. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's cover the host and the guest experience. So um, I guess in this case, I was the host and you were the guest. Um, yes. I didn't. So one thing that Anchor definitely needs to fix is that they have to make it easier to send the link to guests. And when I was trying to use like record with friends just to send you the link. Um, I had to keep texting it to myself and then like taking that and then, you know, sending it to you via Zoom because I didn't realize that as part of the dropdown that's not visible, there's an email feature. And if the email feature were one of the first things that were there, it would make it so much easier to invite friends to like use the service. So I guess that they primarily want people to use the service on their cell phones and not necessarily on computers. And that makes it kind of harder to use if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's it's strange because, I mean, we were lucky that obviously we were using Zoom to communicate regardless. So even when our audio cut out, I could look on the video and see that Mijan was talking. And so, of course, I could tell him, hey, I can't hear you. But if you were just inviting a guest and they were thinking, cool, at this date, at this time in my email, I'm going to click this link and they go there and you can't hear anything. It's just, it, again, it's going to be, it's going to cause a headache. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't come off like a professional podcaster tool, which I think is part of what they were promising. And that's what makes me confused. Like if this is just for amateur podcasters, they should just say so. Like we're the best amateur podcasting tool, you know, or like indie podcaster thing. It's not, it's not super professional, but also one of the things that they like promised you as part of Anchor is that it's the best distribution tool, right? Like put your podcast on Anchor, and then it goes to all these other places. So I, I poked around the Anchor website and basically um, as built into Anchor, you can it shows you that you can distribute to Apple, Google, Overcast, Breaker, um, CastBox, Pocket Cast, P Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. These are pretty typical podcast distribution platforms. Um, there are many more. And if you are a serious podcaster, you should put your podcast on every single one of them. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking that the integration was automatic. So I wouldn't have to apply to these places in order to get my podcast on them. That's not the case. Yikes. <laughs> so basically it's the same thing that I would do if I, as a podcast producer of other podcasts, I would go to these sites individually, follow whatever format that I would ever fill out all the forms. Then I would get a link and then I would put that back into Anchor so that when, when they go to my podcast page, there's like a little widget that says, if you click this, it will take you to the Apple version. If, it takes, if you click this, it takes you to the Google version. So the amount of work that that takes, it's, it's typically about a day. You know, you have to go to like each site and fill out the forms. Apple's kind of weird. You have to have like three episodes before you can apply. Um, and there are all these different things, but I was like, that's the work that I did already on a different platform that I pay for in terms of like making it easy to distribute my podcast. That's not the case. It's the same as any other platform. Yeah. I'm not sure what kind of uh, heavy lifting they're doing, if at all, when it comes to distribution, if you're having to do all that work yourself. Well, they're just giving you an RSS feed that you then put into all these other podcast players and then they play your podcast for you. So like it didn't make it easier. It's the same. 
which is funny because my roommate actually uses this service to distribute his podcast, but it, I, I kind of hate to tell him, I was like, you don't need to do that. <laughs> anyway, uh, he doesn't have to pay to host his podcast. There you go. Um, now, one interesting thing, and this is one of the reasons why when I was first learning about Anchor, I was like, okay, maybe I do want to use this service. So if you can get up to 50 listeners, you can start unlocking things like putting ads in your podcast that you can get paid for. And this can be something as simple as like, they'll give you an ad that you can put into your podcast. And then other times for a more premium type of user, they'll give you a script that you read. And then basically in the same way that like a sponsor would contact you. And basically what happens is that Anchor actually matches the podcast with the sponsor. So it takes out the kind of work in terms of getting someone to sponsor your podcast. But again, you have to get to 50 listeners. So you, you know, it's not like they're helping you do that. You have to promote your own podcast. And then in addition to that, you, um, in order to try and take some, you know, lion's share away from, uh, other premium podcast providers, and then also Patreon, there are two ways that you can make money on your podcast. One is through subscriptions um, for set prices. Also, it was very hard to find this information, so I had to Google it. <laughs> um, but what I saw is that you can get subscriptions of $2.99, $4.99, and $7.99, or you can get monthly support, which is like a Patreon model, um, which is um, $9.99, $4.99, and $9.99. So monthly support would be people are just paying you to support the podcast. Subscriptions mean that you would actually select specific episodes that would be that would be available to subscribing users only. Does that make sense? Okay, that makes a lot more sense. When I was looking at the website and it offers the two options, it didn't do a great job necessarily discerning between the two. So I was a little bit confused. And I, you know, so I'm glad you looked that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, you know. If you want to make money from your podcast, maybe this is the right hosting place for you. It takes a lot of effort to put work into your podcast. So if there's an easy way to make money, like baller. I would say if you were thinking, cool, I really want to have a podcast. I really love music. I basically kind of want to be like a radio DJ and maybe talk about it. This would be an ideal tool for that because you could go in free. You could put in your Spotify music. You could even invite people on if it's going to work. That is, if you can work out those kinks. <laughs> and you know, if people do like what you're doing, then obviously you can make some money if you build your listener base. Yeah. The thing that they really should do is they should make it more accessible outside of, they should make the tools where you can interact with people more available to people that are not members of Anchor, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I didn't really understand the point of guests having to create their own Anchor account, except for then maybe it might rope them into using Anchor. It just seemed bizarre. Yeah, but I think it makes it really hard to acquire users. Yes, I agree with that entirely. <laughs> and like if everyone made podcasts just to hang out with the people on the Anchor platform, it wouldn't really like no one would be listening to the podcast because no. they'd be too busy <laughs> making their own podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this is a good platform for indie podcasters that have that know nothing about sound design like and how to use any any type of DAW. Um, that's basically the nickname for the tools that we use to edit our podcast. Um, if you were like a small business or a growing startup or a big enterprise, this would be the most confusing thing to use ever because you know you wouldn't get the quality that you want. You'd have to like heavily plan and you probably want something that's a little bit more unique and focused for your business. Well said. Oh, also really interesting. Monetization is only available for U.S. users. So if you're international, I'm sorry, this, a lot of these money-making tools are not available for you. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. And then on one last note, I would also add that there actually is one cool feature 
um, that you can use, but it's only really for Spotify users. So again, so it's you know not ideal, but you can actually do Q&A polls with your listeners. How does that work exactly? You would add the Q&A to your episode and then they would see it when they go to Spotify. Huh. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of neat. I mean, again, this if for Spotify users, this this sounds really interesting, but can you explain that a little bit better? Like what does that look like? It happens within the the Spotify app. Yeah. So when you'd be listening to the episode, you could be like, hey, remember to fill out the QA poll. And then it would be like part of the episode in the Spotify app. So this is, I think what I think what Anchor is running into is the same issue that um, what was that, what was that like audio network that like totally failed recently <laughs> clubhouse yes like you have to be a member of the club in order for it to work and that like doesn't make sense in a world where there, there are other apps there are other tools like you know if you really wanted to grow your listenership you would never want to just do it within anchor you know like podcasters need people that just want to listen to podcasts yeah this this feels like a podcasting speakeasy in a way <laughs> If you're going to try and build a podcast and build an audience, you're going to want to play with every platform necessarily. You know, you're going to want to be able to be distributed on all these. And I don't think Anchor plays really well with others. Exactly. So, you know, we like to ask ourselves, did we get what they promised? And we did, but we didn't. And (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I mean, I didn't get anything I was promised. I fell with this and and I'm not trying to be negative about it. I just think there's a lot of work Uh, there. Mm -hmm. It it does look nice. The fact that you can sign up and you can click in, you can just start recording is great. And I think some of their features like the the listener voice messages, the transitions, these are noble efforts. They're just not Mm -hmm. fully fleshed out. And possibly in a later update. Hopefully uh, these will be expanded upon. Yeah. And and I do have to say, like, while our reaction to it is very specific because we're thinking like, okay, could I use this for a client that wanted me to make their own podcast? No. But my friend that likes to talk about holistic wellness and like, you know, whatever her thoughts are, she can open up her phone, talk for 10 to 15 minutes, add a little backing track, and she has a podcast. So that works. And then my other friend you know, doesn't have to pay, you know, distribution and hosting fees because he uses Anchor. So for those two purposes, both indie podcasters, fantastic service. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my brain's dead. I think I think Anchor's killed it at this point. <laughs> um, well, we'll see you on our next episode. Anchor, thank you for um, my migraine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.